Welcome to Keeping the Kingdom. This is your boy, Sylvester Stimley, a.k.a. Sly. Woo! We're back for another season, and I am excited. Ladies and gentlemen, you have no idea. Today is a special day. This is this one's special to me. Uh, my guest that I have here today, um, we've been knowing each other for quite some time. And um, I'm just grateful God has allowed me to be able to be in his life um, through many seasons and many journeys. And so today, my prayer is that as we unpack uh, just what God has done in and through his life, um, that you get to see how we have kept the kingdom throughout our relationship. Uh, because around here, keeping the kingdom is not just a saying, it's a lifestyle, baby. And hey, um, welcome, my boy, Mr. TJ Antone. Give it up for him. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Man, what's up? What's up? Uh, let's go. Happy hey. to be here, man. This is fun. Hey, it's it's just the ride over here was real, right? Like we just got to really, um, what I would say, till up some of the some of the foundation and look at some of the the roots of our what our relationship offered. And so, uh, man, TJ, some may not know who you are. Some may know who you are. What I would like for you to do is just um, kind of tell us who's TJ Antone and um, where are you at now and how did you get there? And then, man, we'll just let uh, we'll let the Holy Spirit just kind of lead this conversation. Yeah. So uh, I'm TJ Antone. I'm a human being like we talked about in the Let's car. Let's go. Yep. Yes, sir. So, uh, just to talk on that for a second, you know, it, it's so easy to say I'm TJ Antone, a pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds, mm. um, but that you know, I don't want that to be my, um, exactly what I am. I'm a lot of things. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a real estate investor. I'm a Christian. I'm a, I'm a father, uh, not a father. Whoa. That, that could have been bad. <laughs> I meant to say husband. Hey, we're going to leave that in there, right? We're going to, we're going to, well, not a father. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a father. Future father. Right. Future, future father. father. I'm there a husband go. is yeah, what yeah, I was yeah, going yeah, with yeah. that. I'm a lot of things. Man. But, so, but, and but hold on. Most of all there. So let's not discredit that because you are a father figure to so many that now that you're getting to pour into their lives. Like I know, I know students and athletes. And when you're off in the season, I get, I get the opportunity to be able to see them and be able to hear how you have sowed seeds of fatherhood into their life. Sure. Right? No, so, that's awesome. That's, yeah. And I love to hear that. Um, so I'm a father figure to some, I right. should say. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, so I, you know, I do play, play professional baseball. I'm in the major leagues with the Cincinnati Reds. Um, I was drafted by the Reds in 2014 uh, and this, I just completed my ninth year with them. So, um, Amen. yeah, Amen. huge, Let's huge, go. um, accomplishment in my life. Uh, it was a long journey. There's a lot of, like you said, hills and valleys along the way. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was so fun, um, with you being a part of it and, and, uh, from the very beginning, you know, um, but where I'm at currently is I'm, I just finished my, my second Tommy John, uh, surgery in, in 2021. So there's going to be people that's going to watch this, that they either have no clue what Tommy John surgery is. Yeah. And, and <laughs> they might even know how that impacts baseball. How, the, how does that impact a pitcher? Yeah. So can you just yeah. kind of so unpack I'm a, that? Uh, really uh, I'm a pitcher. Yep. I throw really hard and, um, I, you can actually probably see, I don't know if the camera can see, but I have a nice little scar along my elbow right here. Uh, so Tommy John is, um, was the very first pitcher, um, back in, 70s, I believe. We'll yeah, 70s. yeah. Back in the 70s, back in the day when a pitcher would blow out, their career would just be over. Uh, and Tommy John was a pitcher 
Uh, he was the very first person to have the surgery done. So the surgery was named after him, but it's essentially it's elbow reconstruction. Uh, there's a ligament that holds, it's like an ACL, right. but for your elbow. elbow. Yeah. Right. So um, I'm Just sure you want to update y'all on yeah. that kind of catch y'all up yeah. to speed. That's the, so, yeah, the that's medical good. side of it. That's good. So yeah, uh, I've had two elbow reconstructions now. Um, so uh, some, some would say I, I have a bad elbow, but I think I have a really good elbow because it's still, still going. So yeah. um, I just finished that and I, I just returned to the big leagues this year uh, for the first time in two years. So, so, so let's, that's huge, huge. Um, you know, we got a, we got a little clip. Let, let's, let's take a look at this and talk and, and let's let you talk through this. So let's, let's check out this video real quick um, that you posted on your, on your page situations and this is trouble right here guys it's looked like he has been favoring something in his arm so you remember that day yeah oh yeah oh yeah to say it. yeah that's what uh, are the emotions right there um well i at that time it hurt pretty bad as you can tell i was grimacing quite a bit but uh i was really hoping for the best i was hoping that i didn't tear my ucl again so um but yeah i felt something in my elbow as, as i said in the video and so this was the day that we talked on the phone facetime um no 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 that, we talked a few days later Okay. After this happened. Okay. Yep. So yeah, when you got an MRI immediately, and uh, they were like, "Yeah, that's really, really torn." So, okay. Here we go. Grind time, right here, baby. Let's go. Human, you know, the emotions and the, the uh, disappointment. He's already looking forward to the future, and with his talent, his strength, his drive, um, which is really incredible. It's going to get him through it, and uh, it is going to work out. And he will be back rocking the cornrows yeah the, the cornrows yeah, <laughs> they're <like> retired i'm back i'm back baby. i'm back I'm yeah back. yeah that that was a fun video. I, I sent that off to a guy. He edited it for me, and uh, I remember the first time watching, I start crying. Mm. I was like, "Dang, I didn't, I didn't want to start crying just watching a video, right?" Like, so, so what do you think the tears? What, 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 oh, what it's were just the tears like from? you know, all those videos are just you know from moments throughout the journey, right? right? And uh, you know, I just re replaying that because I lived it, right? So it's just, I mean, even right now, you can tell it's just tough. It's tough whenever you kind of re-step into that and still haven't fully got over it, but it's, you know, it's part of my life and it's, it's part of my story. It's part of my testimony and how God's been there for me the whole time. And, um, you know, I, I remember calling you and, uh, on my surgery day and we prayed and it was, uh, you know, I told you it was, you know, I was at peace at where I was at, you know, my journey was, uh, very rocky, very hilly and, and big hills and, and big valleys. And, um, you know, through it all, like, I, I just always prayed like, God, I'm going to give you the glory wherever I'm at. So, um, uh, at that moment I was at the Valley and, you know, I needed someone, you were there for me. So thank you for that. You know, yeah, man. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, just, uh, it's a long journey. It's been fun. A lot of friends along the way. Yeah. A lot of mentors. So, man, man TJ, I remember that day, and I'll never forget it because I tried to tell myself, <clears throat> and I'm telling you this now, I was very emotional when we got off the phone because I remember the young man. I remember we were standing on the second, second floor lifetime. We're over by 
um, where the wood and the carpet meet mm-hmm. and where, where there's the row of treadmills, you know, that free motion, not the free motion, the um, life fitness machine. It's oh, yeah, kind of yeah. like a cable pulling machine. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I remember that day you looked at me and you said, I'm going to play pro baseball. I'm going to play pro baseball. Mm-hmm. That was in high school. You was in high school. Yep. And you said that. And we had a very stern conversation that day. Yeah. Because you know that I've had this history with pro athletes, with, with you know, collegiate, and everybody wants to go pro. Mm-hmm. But they don't understand that the physical part is difficult, but the mental and emotional part is difficult. Oh, yeah. It's so difficult. And so seeing how you fought through all the things that we walked through, the conversations we've had, the hard conversations, and that day... That was a hard day for you, and I felt it. You know what I mean? Like, like so. When you, even when you get emotional now, and I'm, I, I was like, man, when I got off the phone, it was hard, mm-hmm. very hard. And so, you mentioned um, you talking to God. I think this would be a great opportunity to just kind of talk through your faith journey. Like, like when did you give your life to Christ? Because I think it's important for people to know that, man, I can be an athlete and still be a follower of Christ, and, and be an outspoken. Because there were times when you were telling me when you were in college, you were leading Bible studies. Yeah. I remember we would have conversations like, man, man, I'm nervous. I, I got to lead tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and you're like, hey, what, what, what should, how should I start off the conversation? Right. Mm-hmm. So people don't know that part about TJ. No. They know TJ yeah. as the pro baseball player. Yeah. But they don't know the grind behind the scenes. But I think it'd be good for everyone to understand where did your faith journey start? And, you know, we don't have to talk about where it's at now, but. When did that start? Yeah. Uh, specifically remember when I dedicated my life to Christ, uh, I was, I think I was nine or 10. I can't remember the exact age, but I went to vacation Bible school when I was uh, that age. And BBS, let's they, go, they baby. talked about the classic ABC, uh, admit that you're a sinner, believe, believe. In, in Jesus Christ and commit your life. I still remember that day. It was uh, June 21st and longest day of the year, summer solstice. And um, yeah, I remember, you know, my mom, I would talk to her about it after I came home that day. And I was like, mom, I want to do this. And she was like, you know, why don't you go pray about it? And we'll talk about it tonight. And I was like, all right, you know, so I, uh, the rest of the day, <laughs> mom. Shout out to mom. Yeah. Right. Because the fact that she had the awareness to say, yes, you came back, right. From a VBS high, a camp high, whatever it is, right. An event high. Cause a lot of times that happens. Mm-hmm. But She said, hold on. What I want you to do. I want you to actually take some time. I want you to pray. Right. She didn't try to go ahead and rush you through the decisions. Exactly. So she can be like, yes. Yeah. But she was like, no, go talk to the father. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. So shout uh, out, shout, shout, shout out, out to mama. Big mama, mama Diane. Mama Diane. <laughs> um, yeah. So I remember uh, then later that night, it was around nine or something. Uh, like mom was put me, you know, putting me to bed and uh, we prayed and prayed together. And uh, that's the day I dedicated my life. And, uh, you know, from that time, it was just obviously when you're young, you're you're kind of going, you're going to church uh, with your family. Again, I'm sorry. Hey, Taylor, I hope you you don't have. <laughs> we we might be here for a minute, but going back to Mama <laughs> Diane, this is awesome, Taylor. I mean, because because Taylor, you're in the church, you understand this. So so right. Mama Diane says, "Hey, let's. I want you to go pray about it, and then she follows up, putting you to bed, and then y'all pray again. This is." why it's so important for us to as parents or even as adults to one, not only do we, we challenge our kids 
to go have their personal relationship and conversation with God. But then we come behind them in the home. We don't put all the work on the church. Mm -hmm. We don't put all the work on, on everyone else. We as adults, we have to step in to help with that, that journey. Absolutely. And that's keeping the kingdom. Yeah. Okay. That is keeping the kingdom. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, you know, committed to Christ and, uh, became a Christian and, you know, went to church all through high school. And, and, uh, when I went to college, I was where, like, I always heard, uh, when you go to college, that's going to be the time that you are really challenged as a Christian. Mm. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm going to TCU. Do you know what that middle letter stands for? It stands for Christian. So yes. I'm going to have an easy time because I'm going to TCU. Right. Well, let me tell you something. That middle letter does not stand for, I mean, it does stand for Christian, but it it's, there is a lot of challenges. It's more, more like C stands for challenges. It does. It doesn't stand for cruise, right? Cause no. you're not going to cruise through it. You can't cruise through it. Right. It is going to be a challenge. Yeah. So, um, you know, I was there, went, went through the, I tried it. I tried the, the party, the scene, right. Fitting in, um, while still trying to go to, you know, partying on Saturday night, waking up 9am to go to church Sunday morning and then doing the midweek FCA thing. And, um, just wasn't, it was just doing the midweek. What? FCA. Shout out to FCA. I love that. But, but but so so here's 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 another beautiful part is you're saying like man, um, Sunday, in midweek, that ain't enough. No, right. And and I I tell that in the youth group all the time. Wednesday night and Sunday, like you you have to devote intimate time with God. It's got to be intentional because you would do it if you were dating somebody. Yes. Right. I mean, if, if you were married, well, you are married. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, yeah. keep going. Keep going. Yeah, you can't lift God on red. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> let's go. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, so I went to that TCU and I was in this, you know, trying to live the, the I was trying to live in both worlds, mm. right? Um, I knew that I had to go to church. I knew that that was my commitment in my life. My soul was 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 there, but I was also very tempted and, and was bought into the the worldly things uh, that you know they go on at college, right? Um, luckily, I didn't get to play a lot at TCU. I wasn't happy in my baseball career at that time, and I was like, I remember calling you, I said, "Brother, I am transferring. I'm out of here. I'm not doing this no more. This is not for me. I'm this life. Uh, there's too much. There's too many distractions for me right now. I need to get out of there." Well, it, before you called me, though, I don't know if you remember this. I was sending you messages and you weren't responding. Yeah. And I knew something. And I told you, I knew something was up. It was busy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was busy partying. I'm just like, okay, this this dude out there wilding. He wilding out. Yeah. And so, yeah, so you call and then let's talk through that conversation because I, I, I said, hey, meet me. I can't remember. Um, is it Sublet? What's yeah, the it was exit? Yeah, it was the gas, gas station. station. I remember. I was like, yo, meet me there. And I don't remember, maybe 20 minutes or yep. whatever it was. Yep. And we had a hard conversation. Yep. Right I remember, we, you know, we met at a gas station and uh, yeah, it was a hard conversation. Because you wanted uh, a couple things. You wanted, you were like, I'm out and I want this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what I, but I had been coming. So I went to you originally for strength training. Mm -hmm. You're my, my personal trainer, right? Get me right on the baseball field. I didn't know what I was going to get right in life too. I didn't know. I didn't know. I came with, uh, life lessons. Right. right. <laughs> Those are just free add-ons, I guess. <laughs> uh, cause you would, you would for one kick my butt on the turf and I'd be on, on my back, like, like, 
trying to breathe, you know, and you'd be like, all right, now this is what God says to you right here. You need to lock it in. Hey. <laughs> Just start preaching to me. Like, come on, come on. I can't even breathe. So, I can't even respond right let's, now. <laughs> let's go to this verse real quick. Now that, that just popped up something. Check this out. This first, um, first Timothy four, eight. And I don't know if we talked about this on the last pod. Um, I won't even turn to it because I, I don't want to lose my spot in my other place that, that we're going to get to. But um, it says, you know, for physical training is of some benefit. Yeah, it's good. But spiritual training is much more beneficial in this life and the life to come. Wow. That Bro. was it. You were giving me both, though. Man, I was trying. Wow. I, said, Man, got, me, I didn't realize let, how much of a discount you were giving me there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I owe you some money. <laughs> Let's go. Now this is blessing me right uh, here. So yeah. So yeah. So yeah, we, you know, we, we you know, while I was in high school, we had to you know, develop that relationship where those hard conversations were fine between me and you. Um we 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 were in that situation where we both knew, you know, we had both trusted each other. Yeah. And so it we took were, some time. It so just know, because we had to date, you know. Yeah, we had to date for oh, a little yeah. bit. And we, and we yeah. had our tiffs too. Yeah. We had our, our, we did. We had our little head <laughs> Oh, buttons, yeah. And that's completely fine. Yeah. And then that's what made us grow, right? We communicated better. And, that's true. But yeah. So we had that hard conversation, and I, I ended up transferring to, to Weatherford College. And I was like, you know what? I'm out here in West, West Texas, way out here in the West. And I'm like, I'm locking it in. I'm going full go on baseball, and I'm going full go on God. And, um, that was, that was kind of the first time I, when I was going to FCA, we were doing FCA with like, it was like baseball softball team. And I wanted to do something in addition to that, mm -hmm. like get a couple of people together and, and try and lead something. And that was kind of my first, you know, journey leading a little bit. Um, and it was, it was, I was so scared. I didn't know what to talk about. I was like, what if they asked me a question? Everyone always says that, right? I what if they asked me too. a question? Like, this dude is overthinking it. What if they asked me yeah. a question? I don't yeah. know. And, uh, well, guess what? They're going to ask you a question. You know right. how you respond? I don't know the answer to that yes. right now. Let me get back to you. Yes. I just, yes. let me look it up. You know, it's okay to not know something. You, you, you as a leader or, you know, Johnny who wants to start leading a Bible study, who's scared that, that he doesn't want to get a question asked to him. You are not all knowing. Right. And that's okay. Right. In right? fact, people respect you more. hundred percent. If you can be transparent and be like, look, I don't, I don't know the answer. Um, in fact, I'm not even close to even knowing where to find the answer, but I'll try to find. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So had my first little taste of, uh, leading there it was great. Had a great year. Um, it was almost like a fast in a way, like mm. it's just, I got to go away. I, I started dating Kelsey there, my, my future wife, my wife now. And, um, so everything just started coming together. That was, I uh, started, uh, or <clears throat> that was when I got drafted by the Reds. So I got drafted in the fifth round in 2014. So I went to school for two years and then I went professional. So, um, huge accomplishment for me. And, and that was like my goal. I wanted to go professional and, and then my, you know, the next chapter started. Right. So I went to professional baseball and having no clue. And, you know, you think you go from high school and being the best in high school and you go into college and you're no longer the best. And that is even more the case when you, you get drafted and you go pro, you are a nobody. Like there is a little bit of hierarchy of where you get drafted. Oh, the first, he's the first rounder this year. And that's guy, the second rounder or whatever. But you know, I was a fifth rounder and, um, I had a lot to prove. I had a lot to prove it. It, it starts dropping off pretty quick. And, um, that, that first year I showed up and I did terrible. I did so bad, but, um, I, but, but let, let's, let's get some clarity because you didn't just go straight from, Getting drafted straight into the major. Correct. I always so, forget I want to make sure people, people understand. I always like, people forget don't know. that people don't understand that. I because right, I live the life. Right? I, know, I know. So um, 
Yeah, when you get drafted, you have about uh, 400 levels <laughs> before you get Facts. to the major leagues. So um, in all seriousness, we had uh, two rookie ball levels. So a rookie ball level in Arizona, a rookie ball level in Montana, uh, Billings, Montana, and then a low A affiliate in Dayton, Ohio, then a high A affiliate in Daytona uh, Beach, Florida, and then a double A affiliate. Um, when I went through, is in Chattanooga, Tennessee, a triple A affiliate. Uh, when I'm saying affiliate because it's affiliated with the Reds, um, so a triple A affiliate uh, with Louisville, uh, Kentucky, and then the major league. So those are you don't have to touch every single base going to the major leagues, but um, I did. So, <laughs> and that's why your journey, like that video, that's why it's so special because man, whew, yeah. And I remember, I remember every single level, yeah. Right, I remember all of the, you know, because even at the end of a season. You're not guaranteed they're bringing you back. Oh, no. And people don't understand that. Just because you're in doesn't mean you're in forever. Yep. They could release you in a second. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, had a really good first year. Or sorry, had a really bad first year. Went back in the offseason, trained with you. Went back, had a phenomenal second year, made an all-star team. Uh, baseball is tough because you play every day of the week. And so um, I'm trying to figure out how to do my routine now. I'm trying to figure out a new routine and I'm starting to figure it out because uh, I'm living on my own, I'm living with other baseball players. So I'm like, okay, morning coffee, God, that's like my, my morning mixture. And then like go to the field. And then even on Sundays though, we, all we have is chapel, right? And the, uh, some random guy comes in and, you know, preaches a, a five to 10 minute quick little thing that he put together. And, you know, you're, you're with a few boys, but, um, yeah, you know, it's not it's not a church community. Right. It, you're, you know, your your boys are the the you know maybe three guys from the team that you're on that decide to go to chapel, and sometimes chap they're at chapel because they want more hits, they want more strikeouts, you mm. know, and, no, and nothing against that. Like as long if you're getting you've come to chapel, praise God, right? Right. But um, you know, it's it's hard to to develop a community in the professional baseball because everyone's there; they're just trying to get the bag. So, um, but I'm 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 there trying to get get with God. Right. I, I was trying to spend my time with him in those, those mornings. So, um, I'm learning my, 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 um, routine and I'm going through professional baseball and, uh, and boom, 2017 happens and I, I tear my UCL right in my life. I mean, at that point, my paychecks were looking like, uh, I want to say like 500 bucks every two weeks. I'm, uh, I'm sharing, um, uh, that last, that year before that I was sharing a condo, a three bedroom condo that was $1,900 a month, you know, utilities, X, Y, Z, we had a, a car with insurance uh, that we were all sharing. And we had five people living in a three bedroom condo. We had two guys, uh, in the living room, um, in tents, they bought tents and air mattresses. So that just to kind of give you a picture of what yeah, we were looking at. Yeah. So, um, it, it was, it, I mean, we're grinding, right? We're buying giant bags of rice and chicken. Uh, so to try and, 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 survive. and I'm glad you gave that context because I think people think once you've made it to the team that everything is glorious, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and you could have chosen to say, you know what, I, I, I'm going to go and get a job. Cause you probably could have got a job at Chick-fil-A and made more at that time. Like we, we, oh, we, yeah. we had this conversation, like you oh, could yeah. actually go, you could have went and got a fast food job, fast food restaurant job and made more than what y'all were making. Yes. Hundred percent. But you had faith. God told you, son, keep going. Yeah. He deposited inside of you a dream that you told me, I'm going to play professional baseball. Yep. Like I believe it. And when you looked me in the eye and told me that that day, I believed that you believed that you heard 
something that was going to come true. Yeah. Right. And so, um, yeah, I think context is, is, is key. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, when, when I had, when I tore my UCL the first time, it was a kind of just a chronic thing. It was like, it wasn't just like one pitch and I was like, Oh my gosh, there it was. I tore it. It was, it was like, I can't figure out what's going on. I'm starting to have soreness. Sometimes it feels good. Sometimes it feels bad. Like what's going on. And then they were like, they decided to MRI it and it was torn. Um, life kind of came crashing down. I remember calling my dad, my mom and, um, you know, explaining to them what, what I just, what happened to me, the injury I'm, I'm, I just had. And, um, this, this is a God thing. Uh, my, <laughs> there was a kid on my team and he was a nutcase. I mean, absolute nutcase. He wanted to fight you if you didn't agree with him I remember on, this conversation. on anything. I remember right? this conversation. And it's like, this is the coolest story ever. Yeah. So this kid tore his UCL a week before me. And I remember praying to God, please don't let me have a torn UCL. This is before I knew, please mm-hmm. don't let me have a torn UCL because I can't live with that guy all year. Cause I had no money. I had to live with someone whoever like is also rehabbing. I was like, I can't live with that guy all year. I can't do it. And so fast forward a little bit, tore my UCL. Well, I, I'll, I'll just name him. I'll name him because he's one of my best friends now. I know. I, I know. So Jeremy. And it's crazy because <laughs> like when I met him, I was like, this is the dude you was telling me about. Yes. Completely different human, right? You're right. But I'll back up. I want to back up a little bit. So now I'm living with him and he's like kind of dirty, still a nutcase. And I'm like, yo, that don't fly. Like wash your, wash your dishes when you put them in the sink. Like we don't live like that. Like I'm, I'm like whipping this guy into shape. And, um, you know, he comes, he's, he, he comes to church with me a couple times, like here and there. Um, and we, we end up becoming great friends, right? Cause you're living with the guy, like right. you're either doing one or the other, you're even hating each other even more or, mm-hmm. or becoming best friends. And, and we became best friends, man. That guy's my brother now. Um, fast forward now, he's my business partner. Right. Yeah. So that's a whole nother story Let's I go. could d- talk about an hour for, but yeah. it, it went from God, don't put this guy in my life mm. to this guy is my business partner now in a thriving business. And he's actually thriving himself. He got a job with the Mets. He's the rehab pitching coach for the Mets. So he, he rehabbed his elbow. Um, he ended up, um, re-tearing his UCL again, and he got enamored with, with injury. And, and how can I prevent this from other, from, from this happening for other people? And that's what, that's what he just got enamored with it. And now he's working for the New York Mets. Mm. I mean, it's just wild how I was praying against this from happening. And then God's like, nah, you are going to be in this. You're going to sit in this. So what do you think that God wanted you to see by putting you in proximity to that close proximity? What, what, what do you think? What, what do you, that, what is it that needed to change in you? And in, in me? Yeah. That I don't have a clue. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that, that in reality, when I, when I think something's good or I think something's bad, I don't really have a clue. I, mm. So I just, you know, I'm here for it now. Mm. I'm just, I'm just going with the flow. Whatever happens, happens. That's kind of where I'm at in life right now. Wow. Like I pray for things. I want, I do my flesh wants things to happen, but I'm okay with anything. Mm. I, God's will is my, is my life. So That's if, keeping the kingdom if right I'm, there, baby. if Let's I'm, go. for example, this, this second Tommy John that I just came back from, I was praying, God, help me get back from this. Help me get back from this. Like, please heal my elbow. But if a, but if it's, if it's not your will, I'm okay with that. Mm. I'm okay with that. If you, if you want me to turn into a coach or if you want me to turn into something else, like I'm okay with that. I'm at peace. So, so, so so that is a picture of a kingdom mindset versus a culture mindset, because a culture mindset would say, Hey, let me, let me get back 
God, give me this. And I'll give you that. So that I can elevate myself above mm. you. Mm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. everybody wants to return back to the field, to the court. Everyone wants to to make it to the top floor to to get the get the letters behind their names so that others can serve them. Yep. Yep. That's true. And That's so, very true. Man, I, I love that even in the midst of what you're walking through, and even on this side of the journey, you're still saying, Lord, not my will, but your will. And, and that's uh, how I finish almost every prayer that I pray is, you know, I'm, I ask for things. I ask for, you know, blessings. I ask for safety of my family. And, and you know, I ask for, you may be something I'm working on, but at the end of it, I say, God, not my will, but your will be done. Right. And, and if it is not your will, help me learn, help me learn through this storm. Help mm. me learn through this moment. So um, that's just, I've been through a lot. Yeah. I, you know, a lot of people have not been through as much as I have. So um you know, I always also say, learn from other people's mistakes. So learn from me, like learn from the things that I've been through, um, so that you don't have to go through them. Right. right. And, and you don't have to be heartbroken if something doesn't happen, understand that that's God's will and that's okay. Yeah. And, and you're going to learn from it. You're going to be, and maybe, maybe the people that you, you were praying to go this way, but you went this way. And maybe there's someone over here that you have to run into and have a relationship with that you had no clue. And now you're impacting them. And now they become a Christian. Now they're part of the family, right. you know? So I, I, it's so hard for me to, to want to direct my life now, especially when I think that Jeremy Kivel story is so, it touches me, man. Every time I think about that guy, where he's come from and like, that's a whole nother story where, where he's come from, from deep Houston and, and, you know, he's had his, his own issues in life and, and now completely turning doing a 180 and, and be, he's a business owner and he's thriving he's a professional baseball coach and all because and like to think of like i could have been the opposite like if god had answered my prayer if not me not living with him would he end up where he's at right now hmm. or would he end up in the streets in houston somewhere you know what i mean i right. you know you don't know right. you don't know so and, um, and you never know when god is going to use you to be the light in somebody's life right so all that you had already walked through at TCU, um, God knew when he needed for you to be in a certain place so that Jeremy would see that part of TJ. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you think about no, the years, exactly. like, like it could have been, it could have been later, it could have been earlier, but God knew when he needed to get you from TCU. Yep. And have this burning desire and this fire, this hunger after him. Because I remember you telling me, like, man, I'm getting ready to lead this Bible study. I'm nervous. And, yeah. but man, there's this roommate, dude. Man, this dude is like, ah. I remember. Yep. And and for me, on the outside looking in, man, I'm thankful that God has given me the opportunity to be able to just see um, your spiritual growth um, and, and who you are as a man before you are an athlete. All right. And so, so often I think culture only highlights men for their wins Yep. in, in the world of, you know, oh, he's, he's only an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. No, he's only a, a pitcher. No, no, he's a man mm -hmm. who loves his wife, who's faithful to his wife. All right. But also something that you do that many people don't know is like you spent a time with a baseball team yesterday um, pouring into them, right? And you've done that before. When you come in town, if I've asked you to go and speak somewhere, you're not, hey, man, um, you got to get my secretary um, or you got to like, you know, you got to drop me 20 grand 
just come speak, you know, speak some speak for a few minutes. Yeah. Like you've never done that to me. No. You know what I mean? And so that's a kingdom mindset. Like, you know what, Lord, um, I have what I have because of you. Amen. And I, my, my prayer is that when people watch this, they get to see the DNA of TJ. Like you, you have a servant's heart. And for you, you're not like, hey, I'm only coming to speak if you if you if you have 200 or 2000, that's going to be there. I remember when I asked you to come speak and it was only like five people that were there because it was kind of early. And you and somebody had said, man, I'm. I can't remember who it was, but they walked up, me and you were talking. They were like, well, I hope other students come and show up. And you was like, if it's only two people, I'm good. Yeah. That's a kingdom mindset. Yep. Why do you think you, how did you get there to that mindset? And, and, and why do you think you just have that unshakable, unbreakable kingdom mindset? Where does it matter? Like, I know you've been through some adversity. You've been through some things, but how'd you get there? What's the root of that? Yeah, just, uh. God's faithfulness in my life. Mm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'd like to say everything that I've been through has, has you know, created me, wait, who I am. But uh, just also seeking God. Like I, I. W- another thing I like to pray a lot is, um, God, help me seek Your heart. Mm. Help me understand Your heart, so that I can I can have Your heart in me. Right, and um, I, it's it's a growing process. It's not like a oh. Right. Tuesday you were, you know, fine. And then Wednesday, you're just like, you're a new human. Like, it's not like that. I've, I've grown over the years. I've, I've challenged myself. Um, I've, I've, I've dug into the word. I, you know, I really like, um, easy, easy content for me to, um, absorb is, is like the Bible project. I really like podcasts. I like listening to, to things that, that pour into my life. Um, uh, a really easy analogy that, that was, I remember it was in high school. My pastor said it, and it was an analogy used and it was like, he was like talking about a cup, right? A cup filled with mud, right? Mm. How do you get the mud out? Right. Mm. You, just, you try to pour it out. It's just still, the cup's still muddy. Right. Mm. And, um, he was like, the only way to get the cup to clean is you got to run clean water into the cup. Mm. Right. And, Sailor, you hear and it so is? he, he would, you know, gave the analogy of, yes, uh, you know, putting the cup under the sink, under the faucet, right. The never ending water. Let's go. The never ending clean water. Mm putting it under the faucet and blasting it, right? And even when you do that, the cup is still muddy, right? For a long time, for a long time. There's, you know, but the water starts to turn, churn in there, get it all clean, right? It takes time, but then the water kind of turns to a, a milky water, right? It's not, it's not perfect, but it's that clean water still pouring in there. That, and that, 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 you know, glass is changing, right? And then finally you'll realize, oh, like now it's, now it's clean, right? So it's taken time. I actually like doing that. Anytime I do the dishes now, if I drink like a glass of milk, it's kind of like, you know, it'll be like milky water, mm. poured water, and you know, just look at it and then it starts to overflow. Wow. Um, you know, with milky water and then it turns into clean water. It's overflowing clean water. Yeah. So I that that analogy always stuck in my my mind for some reason uh when I am challenged by the word and um just understanding that it takes time. It does. It's same thing challenging your body. You're going to work out, it's like, oh, I want to I want to lose 30 pounds tomorrow. Right. You know, we're in this like instant gratification society where you can go and heat your food up and you don't have to hunt for it no more. You don't have to go kill a, a deer and go get your meat, right? And then go harvest the meat and then go cook the meat and like the whole thing. You don't have to do that anymore. So we're in this instant gratification where I can order Amazon, get it the next day, right? Where I can micro- microwave my food and get it in 30 seconds, you know, and I can go get 
dopamine dumps on Instagram mm. instantly, right? Uh-oh, so, he coming, he coming down the street. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, we have to understand that, you know, change of heart takes time. It does. It does. And so um, I'm not gonna, I can't sit here and say like, oh, it was this one thing okay. that, that changed my life and to make me who I am or to make the character of who I am. I think there's there's people in my life that that helped me. There's, you know, things that I, I've done myself that have helped me and, and, uh, and God has been right. the, the biggest helper of them all. Right. You know, just, you know, challenging me daily and can we get better here and can we, can we grow here? And, and, you know, that's just, I think me as a competitor, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Like, I love the battle. So it's interesting. You use that analogy on the way over here. We talked about the, um, acronym I use is poor. Oh yeah. is poor. Yep. So I'm thinking I'm seeing this as your, putting like a cup under a faucet, right? And it's, it, it's spot on with what I was saying, and, and you know, that I have to use as a reminder. And if you put the cup under there, you have an option as an individual to choose. Like you said, it takes time. So this cup has, we'll say mud, right? And turn the faucet on. Now I have an option though. I can move the cup. Mm-hmm. And many people do that. So they take the cup out like, oh, no, 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 no. I, I kind of like the way this, it, it has some residue in there. Yeah. I, I, I like the residue. <laughs> I, I like the way it look. But I want, but I want that. So then they go back and they put it under there. No, 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 no. And so often we miss out on two things. We miss out on what God has planned for our life, but also we miss out on being in a position to play our unique role for people like Jeremy. Yes. So I, I gave you the, I gave you the analogy on the way over here. So P O O R, mm -hmm. right? Playing out of role versus playing our unique role, P O U R. And when we are getting filled up, make sure this is tight because Taylor killed me if I spill this on the table. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just say if, 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 if this is an open cup, it has to be open too because if my hand is here, if my hand is over the cup, TJ, we're turning this on, right? And, and we're pouring this in. It's not going in. Nope. I got to be open. Yep. I got to be open. And as it's being poured in, it allows me to now, let's say you, to pour into Jeremy. We can play our unique role. And I spilled it anyway, <laughs> Taylor. I know you're going to, I hope you don't clip this out, but I spilled it anyway. I'm, I'm going to tighten this up. Make <laughs> sure, it, you know. Um, but yeah, still spilling. Your cap is messed right. up. Man, the cap is messed up. It's all right. All right. <laughs> So, yeah, so playing our unique role, yep. we can only do that if we're open and we have the right source. Correct. Because we can be open to the world and allow culture to pour into, because we're always being discipled by somebody. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Always being discipled by somebody. Yes. You right. Are. It's, and it's, you don't, sometimes you don't even realize it. That's what, mm. you know, you, you'll, you get on Instagram and you, you could have literally just put down your Bible. You could have been reading it for an hour and then you get on, no, not a lot of people are reading their Bible for an hour. <laughs> could have been reading it for, you know, your, your Bible time, 20 right, minutes. Right? Right, right. And then you get on Instagram for an hour. Well, which wolf are you feeding? Mm. You know what I mean? Ooh. You ever heard that? You ever heard that story? Yes. The, the wolf, you feed the wolf. Mm -hmm. Are you feeding the fear wolf? You know? So, um, yeah, you have to be, you have to be mindful of your time for sure. And I'm not perfect. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm perfect. Right. Yeah. I spend my time on Instagram. I like Instagram. Right. Right. But I definitely have, I have definitely filtered my Instagram so that I'm not, I'm not getting the, the, 
and I'm just going to say it, the clickbait, the, the booty stuff, they, you know, the girls on there. When, when on here, we can be 100. Okay, good. We can be 100. I, whenever, yeah. when that, you know, Instagram tries to throw that, because they want you to stay on their platform, right? And right. we're human, we're men. They try to like put women in front of us, right? Show women off in front of us. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I'll just keep watching this. I'll just keep scrolling right. through this. Hold You hold that button down, you go, not interested. Right. You just got to, you just have to control yourself. You yeah. just have to filter yourself in those moments. And again, I'm not going to say I'm perfect, but when you hold yourself accountable to things like that, it, it's that water, that mm. water's going in your cup and you're changing. It's slow. You're changing though. Your, your heart's changing. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I think you get, I think you know what's at risk. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and what's at risk when you hear this, I'm not saying what's at risk for him is to lose the success from a professional standpoint, the, you get that the risk is the souls that God has entrusted you with. Mm -hmm. Because you went from discipling Jeremy to now Jeremy being a discipler also. Mm. And now you all have access through Kova. Go check out Kova. Yep. We're going to come back to that. But now you all are disciples who make disciples. Yep. Right? Yep. Like, like I've walked in there before. And you've told me like, hey man, these are some things that we're changing yeah. because because we're, we're we're doing more than just building athletes. Mm -hmm. Like we're building young men. Yeah, right. And go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah. Like uh, this weekend, I, so I spoke at Legacy yesterday. I'm speaking okay. with you today, and then uh, I'm speaking at COVID tomorrow. I'm doing a free mental skills clinic for mm. for anyone that wants to come. So, uh, but yeah, I just I I think the the opportunity there and. Um, you know, just the number of kids that, that don't have the opportunities that I had coming up, like p having people like you, you know, in, in my life, I didn't realize at the time how much of a blessing that was, but when you, I call it rear view mentality. Like you think that you're in the, like in the moment and then you look in the rear view and you're like, Oh yeah, that, that I, that was good that I went through that. I'm glad I went through that because now it's sunny over here. It was raining back there, but mm -hmm. now I'm glad I went through that because I can drive better over here, right? Mm, the, rear, the rear view mentality. So um, I do like uh, uh, speaking. I love speaking. And um, you've actually kind of made me like speaking. You know, it's, it's through the years, you've challenged me as a, as a um, as an athlete, as a human to to tell my testimony and, and tell the story that I've been through. So um, thank you for that first off. But hey. yeah, you know, I love, I love having the opportunity yeah. to speak to kids at Cova. It's, it's a lot of fun. Well, and not just at Cova, but you, you, you typically go where you, where you can go. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, and, and I believe that, um, you know, this, I let, let me rewind TJ, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, viewers, Taylor, he used to give me such a hard time because I did not tell people I worked with pro athletes. I'm like, dude, he would, he would give me the blues. He's like, why aren't you telling him you're working with blah? And I'm like, TJ, just, you know, well, cause I wanted you to have more clients. It was at that, it was around that time that I was like, you need to tell everyone that who you're working with. Cause then you would just have all the clients in the world. And I was young and naive. Right. <laughs> I thought that was what, you know, if, Oh, if he knew, if they knew he was working with X, Y, and Z, then he would have everybody over here. And I've learned that that's just not the case. <laughs> right. But, uh, and I didn't really have anywhere to put them. I give all glory to God because even at that time I, was, were, I had a waiting list. Yeah, you did. You know, God, God was faithful. You like, were, like, yeah. And, and talk about like just the the journey, like all the things that I that I went through. I'm like, he blessed me with what he blessed me with. And I'm like, I did I didn't I didn't deserve that. Yeah. 
God was, oh, I'm not going to get, mm, yeah. But you were faithful with few, and so he right. he blessed you with many, right? Right. right. That was that was one thing I kind of wanted to touch on, um, and 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 this is not to boast about you know me and my success and no, no means, but and actually uh, I went to church this past Sunday. I went mm. to your old church, yeah, and yeah. he spoke about this. He, talk, he spoke about tithing, right? And going back to talking about how much I made when I was in the minor leagues, made five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. I tithe. Yeah. I was faithful then. Yeah. I tithed on that money. I gave my fifty bucks, right? And I tithed on that money. And I literally remember praying like, God, I'm faithful with few. If you give me many, I will stay faithful. And I've stayed faithful, yeah. right? And you stayed faithful in all areas though, yeah. right? Because yeah, yeah. not so, only in tithing financially, mm-hmm. but with your time yep. and your talent. Correct. You know what I mean? Like, cause if, if I were to ever ask like, TJ, can I, can I get you to come do a pod? Can I get you to come speak? Can I get you to just speak to a young man? There's times when I've needed you to connect to a certain space of someone's heart that I couldn't, and you would say, hey, just give my phone number. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so now that's not going to be everybody. So don't don't be hitting us yeah. up like, hey. <laughs> right. <laughs> but. Um, hey, but you can sign to my DMs and I will respond. Like I respond. Yeah. I respond to people. You don't have robots over to respond. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but see, and, and I think that you, you've been faithful in all areas, right? Yeah. So it's not just one. Mm-hmm. It's the time. It's the talent and the treasure that you have been faithful in all those areas. And, and I even remember. Dude, we had a business together. You remember? Oh yeah. I'm not gonna say the name of the business, but yep. we had a business. Yeah, yeah. Because um, <laughs> people probably laugh so, at us. I learned so much from that, though. Hey, that was we were so profitable. Yeah, I learned a lot from that. And, I, I, and, I, I told Kelsey that she was like, whenever we went through that and whatever, lost, lost some money and whatever. And I remember, I was like, no, I that is a profitable business, profitable business because I learned so much from right. that, and and that has taken me to where right. where Kova is now, and I I can run it like a true CEO because yeah. I learned how to not run a business, right? When you know right. early on, and that's completely fine. But that was that, yeah. So we wait, but oh, we had two together, yeah. Remember the yeah the sweaty bands, yep. yeah, and then and then the other one, but but I think that. Um, I'm gonna go back to sweaty bands because we that was before they even got big. This was like early on. We jumped yeah. in on that. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, that was I remember wild. us having a conversation about tithing. I remember like because I'm because we you know when we when we decided to get out of it, we were like okay that was fun that was cool. Yeah. Um, we had a conversation and I'd asked you, so what are you gonna do with the money? And you was like, well, I'm tithe. I was like, man, that's awesome right there. Yeah. So this this isn't brand new for you. Yeah. And, right? it's, and that's from my my dad. I remember uh when I was growing up, uh, you know, he would give me my allowance at, you know, whatever, twenty dollars a week. And he would give me twenty bucks and he would like purposely give me some ones. And he would just like give me the twenty dollars and just stand there. <laughs> just like stare at me. I'd be like, Yeah, so what are you gonna do with that money? I'd be like, All right, I guess I'm gonna tie two dollars. Like and just like give it back to me. Like, all right. So he would like go put it on the counter, go put it under under something and There'd be two dollars sitting there, and then come Sunday, he would he would give it back to me and be like, "All right, let's go to church." You know, I'm like 12 years old at the time, but like he instilled that in me, right? Wow. So it, it was uh, it, that's where it kind of it stems from. And he was like, "This is what you do with your money. It's 10 percent, and like that's just you know how I've learned. And so I've learned to, that it's it's not all about just like 10 percent only. Right. And um, you know, it is tithe with your with your time and your talent and your treasure. Like it's it's all of the above with your life. Be a servant. It's it's all of the above. But like that was I needed that when I was young because it like really instilled that value in me. Man, that is awesome. Cause they there's a saying that some things are taught, but most things are caught. And like he he was teaching you, but you caught something in that. You caught a principle that you haven't let go of 
that actually planted a seed that now you are seeing trees of harvest come to life. Forests. Mm, for oh, a- Amazons. Amazon Let's forests. Let's go. Let's <laughs> I mean, go. God, God has blessed me beyond measure, man. I can't even like, I, could, I did not, when I told you that day, I'm going to go pro. I want to be in the major leagues. You're like, all right, let's see it then. And like I showed up on time, did it, my work every day. Like I did not, ex- I didn't have these expectations. Let's, oh, let's a, even talk about that. Right. I'm not going to drive, I'm going to drive this nice car. I'm going to have a nice yeah, house. I'm going to yeah. have a, the best wife in the world. I didn't ha- I'm going to own this business. I didn't have any of these dreams. Mm-mm. I was just like, I want to make it to the major leagues. That's right. just what I want to do. Right? And, and, and within that, there was a process, right? Um, and and even when I talked about going from poor to poor, what I what I understood in that moment, I had to get out of my own insecurities, fear, make sure I'm not casting that on you. And there was some things that you said, you came to me, it was like, what do I need to do? And what most don't know is you would get up early in the morning before school. Yep. What time was you waking up? Six, probably, probably early than that, probably five, five thirty, five forty-five. Well, we worked out at six. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, I yeah. would say because you had to be at school yeah, at seven. I was at so. school at seven, so yeah, yeah. I was like five thirty. Yeah. So I remember I brought brought a change of clothes and showered at lifetime, and yeah, you were doing us a favor because I remember my mom couldn't afford training three times a week, right? And so, and I didn't have an availability, and you had and no I, availability. So, but, but there was something that in my, I, I remember praying with your mom on the phone, mm-hmm. and so there was just something there. There was a kingdom connection. And God, he, he made it clear I needed to, to make a way. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would, I, I remember like Mondays I would go work with you and then you'd be like, all right, I'll see you back up here, you know, Wednesdays and Fridays. Now but I also told you, I need to see the other days. I need to see you do, working on your homework. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. And, and you, you were given the assignment, right? And so often I think that that, those, those, the obedience to that, right? It's not about being obedient to man, but. If you have a job and your boss is saying like, hey, I need you to do this. You got to do it. Got to do it. Yep. To right. the fullest extent too, yeah. to the best of your ability. Right. And so, but yeah, I remember waking up early and and yeah, showering lifetime, then going to school and then doing school a full day and then having baseball practice and then, uh, you know, possibly a game and getting home at like 7 PM at night and like trying to do a little bit of homework and maybe a little bit of video games and then going to sleep and then waking up the next day and doing the same thing again. Like I had a full-time job when I was in high, in high school, I'm right. 17 years old and I'm like, and it wasn't doing the, this thing. It, it wasn't the, um, you know, I'm a, I'm just going to rely on my athleticism to get through and not have to actually pass my classes. Yeah. Like an agreement that I have with everyone that I'd work with that was in school is no pass, no train. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Yep. I'm not, I'm not playing those games. Yeah. And so, like you, you held up to that yep. that standard. And yeah, I'm, so, I'm actually going to start that at COVID. That's a good idea. Yeah, like it was you, you, you know, like it was because yeah. you know your mom called me in a minute. She let me know. Yeah, and if there was any issues at home, she let me know. We have oh yeah about it. Oh yeah, and I remember. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember what I did wrong one time, but I just remember like my mom was like, "Yeah, you, you know, time to time to go train." And like she had like <laughs> talked to you before I went, and she was like, "Yeah, like he's been acting up or whatever." And I, you sh- and I showed up, and you're like. At the top of the stairs, just like I was hot. Yeah, real I, hot. I mean, I'm, 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 and you're like, "What's up?" And I was like, <laughs> "I'm like, well, yeah, what's up? Like, how you doing?" And you're like, "Let's go get warmed up," and just like crush me. Yeah, and you're like, "You know why I'm doing this?" And I was like, "I don't know why you're doing this to right. me." And you're like, "Then you explain." I'm like, "Oh, yeah. I see why you're doing this to me." And and, and for me, you know, it wasn't it wasn't to satisfy my flesh. Yeah, no, it was to it was to help you understand how to honor your parents exactly. 
like in that moment, I was, I, I, I remember that. Um, I remember the text message. I'm just like, what is this dude doing? What does he think this is? And so for me, it was, I need to help him understand now at this level, because if you, if you don't obey your parents now, it's going to be harder for you to really honor and obey God when things go wrong in your life. Yeah. Like I, like we gotta, we have to honor and obey those on earth. Yes. And I knew in that moment, if I let that slide, we wouldn't be here having this conversation today. You're right. No, you're hundred percent right. Mm. Yep. Mm. Man. So TJ, before we wrap this thing up, Wrap it up, man. I could go for like I, two I know, more hours. I know, I know, I know. We just getting say we're going to do a part two to this. Started, man. Because there's there's a lot more that we need to to discuss. Um, you know, because I really want to help people understand how you how you have managed to remain faithful in your marriage as a pro athlete. Like that's going to take a whole nother pod, bro. Yeah. Um, I love Kelsey. Like I remember that when y'all met and you told me, and I'm like, hey, these are some boundaries. These like like that needs to be a pod in itself. Yeah. Right. Um, but we'll have to bring her on. We need to do that. Let's yeah. do that. Okay. Absolutely. Let's do that. What I would love before we, before we kind of conclude and kind of wrap up is, um, not only just for the athlete, right? Because I, I don't want people to hear that. Um, for those that may be going into theater, for those that may be deciding they want to be, you know, they want to, they want to own a business and they want to have nothing to do with sports. Um, I think it's important that that they understand maybe some some core values that you have. But what are some spiritual disciplines that you have um, that you have now? Because we, you know, what are some things that you would you would say if you were in high school, like I would do this, or just like just in general, like what are your actually what are your spiritual disciplines? Because we talk about books. I usually ask you what books are you talking, uh, what books are you reading, what podcasts are you listening to, and who are you discipling? That's always my questions. I usually ask when I get around you. Yeah, um, and so. Share those things, but also throw in there any spiritual disciplines that you got. Yeah. So, uh, you know, some spiritual disciplines that I try to stick to are like, uh, keep God first, like point blank. Right. So I think you, your what you do with your time, your money and your actions, um, I guess actions and time are kind of the same, but what you do with those things will tell you what you have first in your life. It'll tell you if you have uh, false gods before mm. the one true, um, you know, and I, and then another thing is like, like you kind of mentioned, like whether you want to go into theater, whether you want to go, um, and you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to be, you want to go to marketing, you want to do short form content, like whatever you want to do, like do it to its fullest ability and impact the people around you. I think that no matter where you're at, you don't have to be a, a sports superstar, you know, whatever, right. you don't have to be that to, to make an impact of the people around you, your platform is what God has given you, right? That's good. If your platform is a, is a school janitor, well, by all means, I think you can actually, you have an impact on a lot of people. Come on. There's a lot of people that you walk by ba daily. You can say, Hey, how are you doing? Hello. Hey, Jerry, how are you doing? Right. Right. Hope you have a blessed. How's your weekend, man? You know, like very simple connections that you can make. It's all about being connected. We talked about this in the car. Like I make an eye contact and then I'm, I was, I was over here driving. I couldn't look at you and I was, you're talking you could have kind of took your hands off the wheels. But I we could. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Jesus, take the wheel. Right, right. <laughs> Holy Spirit. And then like turn on my autopilot. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, but yeah. So, 
Uh, shout out to Tesla for autopilot. Love Come on, that. Baby. but yeah. So yeah. you know, those are a few things. Um, hey, Tesla, if you want to sponsor this podcast, yeah. you know, if you want to throw your boy one of those, hey, come <laughs> company through. vehicle, right, right. <laughs> I wish I had my phone over here. I threw it over there before we started uh, because I like I really like audiobooks, mm. and I've I've been uh, going through a couple of those so I could I could rip off a, a couple of names. I might let me just run over there. Yeah, yeah. Give go, me some. Go grab it. Go grab Give it. Give me some. Go grab it. You know, I'm, I'm glad that that you're you're going to show us that because I, I I know that there's been a season of life when, um, man, we would just have the opportunity to chop it up about certain things. And, and when I realized I had the, the the blessing and the opportunity to pour into your life, those questions I asked you on a frequent basis. And I think when you have when you're open to allowing people to pour into your life, um, that's a kingdom mindset. Um but you got to follow the homework. You got to do it. And so like now I, I feel like you have this, this rhythm down and you're probably teaching it to other people. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it, it, like, like I said at the beginning, it's not just an overnight switch. Like I just became this superstar pitcher or whatever overnight. Like it was, it was a grind and I hate to use that cliche word, but like it really was. And I, you taught me the grind. Like you were like, you taught me like to push myself like in terms of my workouts, that's kind of where it started was like, oh, I got to like push my body. And then I think I started seeing change. I started seeing the profits of my work. And I was like, whoa. I mean, I used to be like kind of fat and chubby. You remember me? I, I remember. I used to be a little fat and chubby. And then like I worked with you for like, you know, six to eight weeks. And I like remember looking in the mirror and I was like, oh, like I got a little bit less fat on me now. Like my arms look better. And like, I think that's when I started. That's when it started churning in for me. Right. It was like you put in work. And you're going to get paid for it. Yeah. You know, and for me, that's what, that's was my payment was like better feeling, better looking, better performing body. Mm -hmm. And I, I started buying into like the, like the grind, like getting after it. And like, right. and I, I remember saying that if, you know, if, if one thing's going to hold me back, it's not going to be my work ethic point blank, anything else going to be back, right. Opportunity, whatever it may be. But like, my work ethic is not going to be the op the option that holds me back. It just won't be. So I started, uh, I got into like Navy SEAL stuff, like right out of high school. And I, I remember I, um, there was two books that by Mark divine, the way of the seal and, um, unbeatable mind. So it was just like really, unbeatable mind is solid. yeah. Yeah. A lot of mental training for me at that time. Like that's what I needed. Um, there's, there's some, uh, outliers is a really good book. It's by mm -hmm. uh, Malcolm Gladwell, um, talks about, outliers and, and it's it's really good book check it out um the holy bible <laughs> come on come good through. book good book come through proverbs man oh man mm. proverbs you better be careful reading that you'll be like you might want to get up and run 10 miles after you get done with some of those proverbs <laughs> like for real um there's there's oh david goggins mm. i know he cusses like a lot yeah. but like can't hurt me is like whew, right like that like I say I've been through a lot. Like, oh my gosh, I can't. My life has been like, you know, fairies and butterflies. Yeah. yeah, compared and rainbows and ice cream, but compared to what he's been through, <laughs> brother, like, I can't even compare to, you know, compare to that. So, like, you know, watch, like, looking at someone else's life and and learning from someone else, mm -hmm. not having to go through yourself, I think is a is a is a you know very good skill to learn. Right. Um, and then there's a lot of books on here. Ooh, one I, I just uh, listened to the other day, and I'm, I'm uh, two of them actually. Uh, the Great Divorce by C.S. Lewis. 
good book. C.S. Lewis is the piece. Yeah, C.S. Lewis. And then um, Jamie Winship is called Living Fearless. It was a really good uh, book. It talks about like, what are you called? What are you called to be? Like, what does God call you mm. by name? And um, I, I was brought onto that by an, uh, actually never met the guy, but a baseball, another baseball player. Um, and he plays in Japan. He, he's from America, but he currently is playing in Japan. And, okay. Um, he was like, yeah, have you heard of this book? I'm like, what? no, I haven't. So um, listen to that. And I was, you know, for me, it was, it was awesome. God calls me a visionary. That's what mm. I feel like God calls me personally. So, mm. I love it. Um, you know, there, there's, I can see that. I, I feel like I'm, I might be a speaker though. You kind of changed me a little bit. So, oh, man. oh yeah. 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 I love <laughs> um, that. but yeah, that's, that's kind of, um, what were the other questions you asked me? So, I mean, just really what your, what your daily spiritual disciplines mean. So I, I know you drink coffee. I know you read the Bible, yeah. you know, Bible, so. Bible pod, uh, project, the Bible project right. is uh, a daily thing of mine. I listen to their podcast. Um, Solid. A lot of people use them. So shout out Bible. Pod. Hey, you, you got a pro player listen to your stuff. So, oh yeah, you know, they know I've already, yeah. I've talked to them actually a few times oh, okay. and yeah, okay. they're, they're great. I want to, they're out of Oregon. They're out of Portland, Oregon. So um, yeah, my wife's okay. from Portland, Oregon. Right. So right. You know, I have not yet got to go and meet them yet, but I okay. uh, next time I go up there, I'm going to Bible Project is great. Just again, really, I'm a I'm a very visual learner, mm -hmm. and so as a lot of people are these days. Right. So um, while I can you know read the Bible, it's it's very easy for me to just like go on there and listen to a podcast about it or watch a video about it, and I just mm -hmm. absorb it way faster. And then I can go back to the Bible and be like, ah, I yeah. see now. Now I can read and like understand it. So um, that's kind of my daily. Um, you know, it's like wake up and I'd listen to Bible project when I'm driving and then, um, auto prayers. I mean, with every meal you have to, and, um, and, you know, I've, I've, I've given a couple of my little prayer, uh, one-offs to God that I've said, but, um, another one is, is, um, you know, help, help me honor and glorify your name with my words and actions. Mm. Right. So, um, if you really unpack that, it, um, uh, it's just like, you know, in everything that you do and everything that I do, everything that I say, help me glorify and honor your name. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. um, that, that's something that I try to live by. And, and again, I'm not perfect, but it's, it's a, it's a staple in my life. And, um, I, I really, I really like, really like praying that. Cause then especially I like praying it out loud, like at dinner with my wife, because yeah, I yeah. want to be held responsible, mm. you know, by her as my teammate. I always call her my teammate. I say like, you're the best teammate I've ever had. Wow. And, uh, I love so, it. Yeah. Teammate. No, sh there's no, there's no hierarchy in there, bro. T teammates we're, we're in this together. So, um, and she is the best. I mean, telling yeah. you, bro, she's the yeah. best. So best team I've ever had. And, and, in and any I've, sport. I've watched, I've watched your growth. Um, even as, as a man, again, I'm not going to go to the whole athlete, but I've, I've just watched your growth as a man. Um, through her. Yeah. Like, like I've, I've, I've been able to just see God continue to just work in and through um, you in just ways that only could happen by having a teammate like you have in her, the way you honor her, you know, like whether I'm at an event with you or I'm at your house or just out in public, the way that you, you honor her, right. It, it's huge. That's huge for me. I even yeah. said on the last podcast, like, I don't, I don't care how great you are, or what you do. What matters to me is how you are as a husband, how you are as a father. Yeah. Like my mentors, that's the, that's the standard I hold them to. Yeah. And how I, I allow them to speak into my life. Yeah. Right. And and it could be hidden, right? Like you can honor your spouse, your wife, um, or husband, husband or wife, 
out in public and put up a show, but you can't do that for long. Nope. And you can't do it behind closed doors. Yeah. That was a bar. But anyway. <laughs> but 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 I've been able to see that, right? Over time. Yeah. Through seasons. Yeah. I've been able to see that. And I hope you water on. Come on. Turn that water on. Right. Not just once. Like oh, it, no, it's, it's, it's been, like, it's let been, that thing run. Right. And let so it run. Man, it's been an honor to watch that. And so, man, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. So thankful again that God has allowed me, that he entrusted me with the ability to pour into your life. And then now I get to watch through Cova, through Mansfield, through through so many people to see how you're pouring into others. TJ, this is, I mean, it's, it's I text your mom this periodically, like, thank you. <laughs> because it, it, it had to, she opened the door. Yeah. Right. Yep. And and others sowed the seed of actually connecting because you know I know that there, there's some connections that happen in order for y'all to get to me, and you know we're not gonna name those names. Yeah. We don't have permission, but yeah. there's connections that happen. Yeah. Um. And so I'm grateful that they trusted me with their kids. Yep. You know. Um. And I think that just goes to show it was a God thing. Right. It was a God thing that what brought us together, yeah. and then what happened after we were brought together, and the the relationship that flourished after that, and the and and then we separate, you know, for many years and and through professional baseball and college and, and, uh, um, well, we separate physically, but phys- not, physically. Yeah. Not, Sorry. I went, yeah, I went yeah, you know, yeah. played professional and I was like in Ohio and wherever yeah, yeah, else yeah. I wasn't yeah. with you all the time. And, right. Um, you know, and when, then we're impacting people, more people, mm. and then we come back together and we, you know, impact people here. And it's like, you're just, like I said, you, you have a platform wherever you're at. Right. And so I'm just, I'm, I'm keen on that is because people, I, people are always like, well, when I make it, then I'll start, you know, then I'll start leading. But you've already made it. Exactly. <laughs> Wherever you're at. Yeah. You're alive, brother. You've made it. Yeah. You're a winner. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I know you, I know you want to wrap it up. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I <laughs> you're, you're right about that because I believe that, you know, um, I've worked with, and this is like you were saying that this is not to boast, but this is to give people context. I've worked with quite a few pro athletes. Yeah. Um, D one, like you name it. And I don't have a lot of those relationships still, but when I did, I tried to honor God with that. And when God put, um, put you in my life, um, again, I was like, God, don't, you know, I don't know if he's like, I don't know where he's going to go. You know, there's a lot that went. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. But they made it. Um, but what I know, TJ, is when we die, when he calls us home, when it's time for us to go, people aren't going to talk about what we did for them for their success. Mm-hmm. They're going to talk about how we made them feel. They're going to talk about how we changed their life. And there are hundreds of people of lives that you had an opportunity to touch. Yeah. And we didn't know that then. We had no idea. We had no idea, including your wife, mm-hmm. right? Like it, it, if, if you had taken some different steps and made some different decisions, y'all are not married right now. Correct. Correct. And the fact that you kept it kingdom when it, when it could have been difficult because I, I, re, I recall times when we had some riffs and, and some very difficult conversations where I was probably like, yeah, he might not come back. <laughs> Like, yes. like discipleship for me, and I have it tattooed in my back. Like discipleship is what changed my life. 
I had some men come into my life and tell me some hard things early on. Mm-hmm. I say early on, I was, I felt like I, 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 I prayed, well, I turned out okay. But if, if it would have happened earlier, yeah. I would have been good with that. Yeah. But it was at a critical season in my life. And I understood it. It shredded me apart, but I needed it. Yeah. And it taught me that it's better to die. Die to yourself. Yeah. And I get to watch you walk into environments where a lot of pro athletes would be like, I got to have an entourage of like 30. When I pull up, you got to have this drink, that, this, and that, and the other. You? Like, you know what, man? I even asked you today, like, yo, can I drive? You're like, no, man, I drive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's a kingdom mindset. Yeah. And so I love that about you, the fact that you're humble, the way that you honor your wife. Um, and we've even had, I mean, like people don't even know behind the scenes, the hard things that took place in the family world and the friends. Oh, yeah. 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 Like we didn't even, we didn't, we haven't tapped marriage. We haven't tapped into friendships. Cause I know you had to go through some difficult seasons of friendships when you were in high school all the way through like, Oh yeah. Outside of Jeremy, like that's a blessing part, but they don't know about the other friendships yeah. that we have conversations about. Like, man, what do I do about this? Yep. People don't like, they don't know. Yeah. And so through it all, you remain faithful. You remain open to being uh being held accountable right um on multiple levels by multiple people and so i believe because of that god god saw that and he loved that so man again thank you for allowing me to be able to be in your life thank you and i I pray that if you're watching this hey um remember keeping the kingdom is not just a saying it's a lifestyle and my prayers is that as you hear tj's story um um Yes, we're going to have him back on because we need to talk about the next step. Like, yeah. I, I know that you have this heart for serving people at bigger levels, and I know you got some things planned. Yeah. Um, but, but I'm going to have you back on before you make that trip. Um, but also just to talk a little bit more about relationships. We're just going to have a relationship co- uh, conversation, bring Kelsey on. But, hey, we, uh, we're thankful that you tune in today. I know you could probably be tuning in or doing anything else. But my prayer is that there's something fruitful that you can that you can gain from this. Hey, like, subscribe share this uh this pod definitely want to um make sure it can land on the ears of those that it may bless um this man's story um we hadn't even we hadn't even tapped into the the depths of it and so uh, we just appreciate your time for listening to us today um until the next time man keep the kingdom we love you this is your boy sylvester stemley aka sly and that's tj 